कंप्लीट वर्क्स ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद फिफ्टी थर्ड सेशन इंस्पायर टॉक्स नाइन्थ सेशन ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम श्री गणेशाय नमः डॉक्टर कृष्णमूर्ति शास्त्री दंबे पुणच बंटवाड़ा तालूक दक्षिण कन्ड जिले कर्नाटक भारत रेकॉर्डेड बै मिस एसई वाडो ए डिसिपल ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद Friday July 5 1895 Until you are ready to change any minute you can never see the truth but you must hold fast and be steady in the search of search for truth Charvaka is a very ancient sect in India where rank materialists they have died out now and most of their books are lost they claimed that the soul being the product of the body and its forces died with it that there was no proof of its further existence they denied inferential knowledge accepting only perception by the senses samadhi is when the divine and human are in one or it is bringing sameness materialism says the voice of freedom is a delusion idealism says the voice that tells of bondage is delusion vedanta says you are free and not free at the same time never free on the earthly plane but never free uh, ever free on the spiritual be beyond both freedom and bondage we are shiva we are immortal knowledge beyond the senses infinite power is back of everyone pray to mother and it will come to you o mother give of walk eloquence though self existence existent come as the walk upon my lips hindu invocation that mother whose voice is in the thunder come thou in me kali thou time eternal thou force irresistible shakti power saturday july 6 1895 today we had shankaracharya's commentary on vyasa's vedanta sutras om tat sat according to shankara there are two faces of the universe one is i and the other thou or you yushmadasmat pratyaya गोचरस वि गोचरस गोचरों विषय विषयिणो एंड दे आर् ऐस कॉन्ट्रडी ऐस लाइट एंड डार्कनेस सो इट गोस् विदउट सेयिंग दैट नेदर कैन बी डिराइड फ्रॉम दि अदर ऑन दि सब्जेक्ट दि आबजेक्ट हेज बीन सूपर इंपोस्ड दि सब्जेक्ट इज दि ओनली रियालीटी दि अदर ए मियर एपियरेन्स द ओपोजिट व्यू इज अंटेनेबल मैटर एंड दि एक्सटर्नल वर्ल्ड आर् बट the soul in a certain state in reality there is only one all our world comes from truth and untruth coupled together samsara life is the result of the contradictory forces acting upon us like the diagonal motion of a ball in a parallelogram of forces the world is god and is real but that is not the world we see just as we see silver in the mother of pearl where it is not this is what is known as adhyasa or superimposition that is a relative existence dependent upon a real one as when we recall a scene we have seen for the time it exists for us but that existence is not real or some say it is as when we imagine heat in water which does not belong to it so really it is something which has been put where it does not belong taking the thing for what is not what it is not we see reality but distorted by the medium through which we see it you can never know yourself except as objectified 
when we mistake one thing for another we always take the thing before us as the real never the unseen thus we mistake the object for the subject the atman never becomes the object mind is the internal sense the outer senses are its instruments in the subject is a trifle of the objectifying power that enables him to know i am but the subject is the object of its own self never of the mind or the senses you can however superimpose one idea on another idea as when we say the sky is blue the sky itself being only an idea science and nonsense there are but the self is never effect, affected by any nonsense relative knowledge is good because it leads to absolute knowledge but neither the knowledge of the senses nor of the mind nor even of the vedas is true since they are all within the realm of relative knowledge first get rid of the delusion i am the body then only can we can we want real knowledge man's knowledge is only a higher degree of brute knowledge one part of the vedas deals with karma form and ceremonies the other part deals with the knowledge of brahman and discusses religion so first part is the uh, samhita and brahmana second part is aranyaka and upanishad the vedas in this part teach of the self and uh, that is in second part because they do their knowledge is approaching real knowledge knowledge of the absolute depends upon no book nor upon anything it is absolute in itself no amount of study will give this knowledge it is not theory it is realization cleans the dust from the mirror purify your own mind and in a flash you know that you are brahman god exists not birth nor death not pain nor misery nor murder nor change nor good nor evil all is brahman we take the rope of the serpent rope we take the rope for the serpent the error in is ours we can only do good when we love god and he reflects our love the murderer is god and the clothing of murderer is only superimposed upon him take him by the hand and tell him the truth soul has no caste and to think it has is a delusion so are life and death or any motion or quality the atman never changes never goes nor comes it is the eternal witness of all its own manifestations but we take it for the manifestation an eternal illusion without beginning or end ever going on the vedas however have to come down to our level for if they told us the highest truth in the highest way we could not understand it heaven is a mere superstition arising from desire and desire is ever a yoke a degeneration never approach anything except as god for if we do we see evil because we throw a veil of delusion over what we look at and then we see evil get free from these illusions be blessed freedom is to lose all illusions in one sense brahman is known to every human being he knows i am but man does not know himself as he is we all know we are but not how we are all lower explanations are partial truths but the flower the essence of the vedas is that the self in each of us is brahman every phenomenon is included in birth growth and death appearance continuance and disappearance our own realization is beyond the vedas because even they depend upon that the highest vedanta is the philosophy of the beyond to say that creation has 
any beginning is to lay the axe at the root of all philosophy maya is the energy of the universe potential and kinetic until mother releases us we cannot get free the universe is ours to enjoy but want nothing to want is weakness want makes us beggars and we are sons of the king not beggars sunday morning july 7 1895 infinite manifestation dividing itself in portion still remains infinite and each portion is infinite ओम पूर्णमदूर्णमदूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाजपूर्णमेवशिष्यते ओम शातिशाशाति इज द पीस चैंट और शांति मंत्र ऑफ ईशावास्य उपनिषद एंड ऑल बृहदारण्यक उपनिषद इट इज उपनिषद्स ऑफ शुक्लयजुर्वेद ब्रह्म इज द सेम इन टू फॉर्म्स changeable and unchangeable expressed and unexpressed know that the knower and the known are one the trinity the knower the known and knowing is manifesting as this universe that god the yogi sees in meditation he sees through the power of his own self what we call nature fate is simply god's will so long as enjoyment is sought bondage remains only imperfection can enjoy because enjoyment is the fulfilling of desire the human soul enjoys nature the underlying reality of nature soul and god is brahman but it brahman is unseen until we bring it out it may be brought out by pramanta or friction pramathana just as we can produce fire by friction the body is the lower piece of wood om is the pointed piece and dhyana meditation is the friction when this is used that light which is the knowledge of brahman will burst forth in the soul seek it through tapas holding the body upright sacrifice the organs of sense in the mind the sense centers are within and their organs without drive them into the mind and through dharana concentration fix the mind in dhyana brahman is omnipresent in the universe as is butter in milk but friction makes it manifest in one place as churning brings out the butter in the milk so dhyana brings the realization of brahman in the soul all hindu philosophy declares that there is a sixth sense the superconscious and through it comes inspiration the universe is motion and friction will eventually bring everything to an end then comes a rest and after that all begins again so long as the sin, uh, skin sky surrounds the man that is so long as he identifies himself with his body he cannot see god next sunday afternoon there are six schools of philosophy in india that are regarded as orthodox because they believe in the vedas Vyasa's philosophy is par excellence that of the Upanishads he wrote in sutra form that is in brief algebraical symbols without nominative or verb this caused so much ambiguity that out of the sutras came dualism monodualism and monism or roaring vedanta that is dvaita vishishta dvaita and advaita and all the great commentators in these different schools were at times conscious liars in order to make the texts 
suit their philosophy the upanishads contain very little history of the doings of any man but nearly all other scriptures like puranas etc are largely personal histories the vedas deal almost entirely with philosophy religion without philosophy runs into superstition philosophy without religion becomes dry atheism vishishta advaita is qualified advaita monism its expounder was ramanuja he says out of the ocean of milk of the vedas vyasa has churned this butter of philosophy the better to help mankind he says again all virtues and all qualities belong to brahman lord of the universe he is the greatest purusha madhva is a through going dualist or dvaitist he claims that even women might study the vedas he quotes chiefly from the puranas he says that brahman means vishnu not shiva at all because there is no salvation except through vishnu he says madhvacharya monday july 8 1895 there is no place for reasoning in madhva's explanation it is all taken from revelation in the vedas ramanuja says the vedas are the holiest study let the sons of the three upper castes get the sutra the holy thread brahma kshatra vaishya and at 8 10 or 11 years of age begin the study which means going to a guru and learning the vedas word for word and uh, with perfect intonation and pronunciation japa is repeating the holy name through this the devotee rises to the infinite this boat of sacrifice and ceremonies is very frail we need more than that to know brahman which alone is freedom liberty is nothing more than destruction of ignorance and that can only go when we know brahman it is not necessary to go through all these ceremonials to reach the meaning of the vedanta repeating om is enough seeing difference is the cause of all misery and ignorance is the cause of seeing difference that is why ceremonials are not needed because they increase the idea of inequality you practice them to get rid of something or to obtain something brahman is without action atman is brahman and we are atman knowledge like this takes off all errors it must be heard apprehended intellectually and lastly realized cogitating is applying reason and establishing this knowledge in ourselves by reason realizing is making it a part of our lives by constant thinking of it this constant thought or dhyana is as oil that pours in one unbroken line from vessel to vessel dhyana rolls the mind in this thought day and night and so helps us to attain to liberation think always so hum so hum huh? i am that i am that this is almost as good as liberation say it day and night realization will come as a result of this continuous cogitation this absolute and continuous remembrance of the lord is what is meant by bhakti this bhakti is indirectly helped by all good works good thoughts and good works create less differentiation than bad ones so indirectly they lead to freedom work but give up this results of the uh, results to the lord knowledge alone can make us perfect he who follows the god of truth with devotion to him the god of truth reveals himself we are lamps and our burning is what we call life when the supply of oxygen gives out then the lamp must go out 
all we can do is to keep the lamp clean life is a product a compound and as such must resolve itself into its elements because it is a compound made up of many elements so at the end it should be distracted into elements hari rama in this auspicious day of ramanomi i wish you all happy ramanomi god bless you all स्वामी विवेकानंद अर्पित मस्तु सर्वे जना सुखिनो ओं तत्